When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Bernie and Sid, we are the number one Nielsen-rated news talk show in the city. And we have uh, ways of actually, believe it or not, we get ratings on every segment. Every segment, I swear to you. And there is not a segment all week long that does better in the ratings than when Bill O'Reilly comes on this show. I'm not exactly, I swear. And listen, he was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best, as far as I'm concerned. Whether it's 9 p.m. weeknights on WABC or his amazing website, BillOReilly.com, his interviews, his TV shows, his columns, his killing series, Killing It Again, Killing the Killers and the Legends as well, his uh, going on the road with Donald Trump. Nobody better. The best segment of the week anywhere on WABC is happening right now with the great Bill O'Reilly. Good morning, Bill. Well, that was quite an intro, Sid. I appreciate it very much. And uh, the check is in the mail, as they say. <laughs> it's all true, to be honest. You um, you do. The number is uh, dictated every week. You do a tremendous job on this show and throughout this radio station all week long. I want to get right to Joe Biden. He's been missing in action for weeks. Went on vacation the day after the Mar-a-Lago raid. Has not said a word about Pelosi's trip to Taiwan. Now, he finally came out yesterday and said he knew nothing Zero, Bill O'Reilly. Nothing about the Mar-a-Lago raid. Something tells me you believe that. Well, I heard that there's going to be a remake of Hogan's Heroes, and (laughs) the president will be playing uh, Sergeant Schultz. (laughs) That's funny. That is a good reference. Yeah. (laughs) So, all right. You know, maybe uh, they didn't let him out of his room uh, for three (laughs) weeks in the White House. I don't. I don't know where the guy is. All I know is. Um, when he disappears, as he has for the month of August, his ratings go up. His job approval goes up. That's when people true. don't know where he is or what he's doing, then he ticks up a little bit. But no, do I believe that he didn't know anything about what Merrick Garland uh, was preparing? I do not believe that. Wow. Um, wow. I don't believe much of what uh, the White House says these days. You know, with Trump, it was interesting because Trump, he would on occasion say things that weren't true, uh, and every time he did, I called him on it. You know, he got real annoyed with me. <laughs> um, but basically, when I sat down with him, and you mentioned the four shows that we did, he answered every question. And I know because uh, a good journalist kind of knows the answer before they ask the question. They've researched so that if someone is misleading you, particularly a powerful person, you can call him on it. Uh, That's why I admired Mike Wallace so much, because he was the best at that. So I didn't get it saying that that, that Trump was deceiving me, you know, the big lie about the election. Hey, look, Trump believes that he got hosed. Okay, that's what he believes. He might be living in a delusionary world, but he's not going out going, I know I lost. That's not what he's doing. (laughs) Um, But Biden... Um, I don't – you know, we've said this uh, before in this program. I don't think he really absorbs information well, 
But the concept that he didn't know the FBI was going to add a Mar-a-Lago, that's inconceivable. Right. I agree. And then he also unveiled yesterday this student loan forgiveness plan. And uh, you know how it goes, Bill. Democrats go, oh, my God, look how nice he is. He's worried about the kids. He's trying to keep people to make a ton of money in the game. And the Republicans go, what are you talking about? we got to pay this back in taxes. It's going to cost Sid Rosenberg $2,000 a year so little Jimmy doesn't pay his college debt, that irresponsible little bastard. Which one is it, Bill? Well, actually, you're going to pay a lot more um, <laughs> because they're going to pile on uh, Sid Rosenberg. You know, Sid, he's got a movie now. He's got a book. He's got a successful radio show. Yep. So we're going to jack him up. Yep. We're going to use one of or two of the 87,000 new IRS auditors oh, God, to go no. to his house. Oh, God, no, Bill. Yeah, follow him around. So what this is, you know, this is what I always do, which is why I think our enterprise is successful. It looks on the surface like this is just a one-timer, as they say in hockey, um, but it's not. So, number one, they announced this uh, in late August to try to get some momentum for the November elections. It's a vote buy, all right, for yep, the younger yep. crew. Right. Let's buy some votes. Here we'll throw out $300 million over 10 years, an enormous amount of money, by the way. Um, another $300 million on top of all the trillions we've already given away, which has then led to inflation, and that's a tax on everybody. So let's do it again because the American people aren't paying attention. They're at the beach. They're on vacation. Uh, we'll actually trot them out there for uh, 15 minutes, and he'll say blah, 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 which is what he did. But the real reason that this is in play is because the people who run the White House – want to take over the educational system, just like they want the federal government to take over the economy and your self-defense and what you say and do in a department store. So this is the road to socialism. So I had Newt Gingrich on uh, my uh, broadcast last night, which everybody heard on WABC at 9 p.m., and Gingrich has a book out about, you know, socialism. And people, they, they kind of roll their eyes. So if you go on the Upper West Side and you sit in one of the cafes and there are other people that you know are loving uh, Gerald Nadler and, you know, let's have more right. crime. <laughs> but, you know, like, well, that's what we want. But not we don't want it directed at us. We just want crime in general. And we'll go back to our little apartment because we're guarded there. But uh, those people... They just don't understand what the big picture is. And if you're a historian in every society that has gone socialist, this is the way it starts. So the government controls education, pre-K to um, post-graduate. Um, they get that kids. They get the, you know, this is the way to go. This is what we do here. The government closes the economy. So Sid Rosenberg's making this much money. But no, we're not going to let him keep that. Mm. We're going to take it from him. Right. And then they control the way you defend yourself. Oh, it's okay if a criminal is caught with a firearm in New York City. Um, no bail for that person. But if you, a law-abiding citizen, carry a firearm, we're going to prosecute you. Does that make sense to anybody? No. That's what's happening. Unreal. Yeah, mm. it, it's it's mm. a power imbalance. Strip the people from their personal power. Now I know that sounds a little pinheady, um, and I don't want to get you know too far down the road on this, 
But there is always a bigger picture behind the scenes of why this stuff happens. You know, for a guy like you, Bill, one of the reasons why you're, you're the best and always been the best is you've got a great historical reference. And uh, you've been in the game a long time. And I've asked you this before, and I'm wondering if the answer is going to change now. Uh, I'm only 55, so I was born in 67. wasn't really around. I was a baby for the Nixon era, all those times. 68, supposedly a very, very tough year in the United States. But in my lifetime, I don't remember stuff being as bad as it is now, whether it's the educational system, uh, obviously the, the crime out of control in every city, it seems like, across America. It's never been this bad in my lifetime. Uh, what about you? Are you at the point now where you're about to say, yes, Sid, you're right, this is as bad as it's been? Yes, I would say that's correct. Um, the Vietnam era was pretty intense. Uh, but the difference now is the control of information flow. So back then, you were reliant on uh, radio and the network news. That was it. And then the newspapers, but they were secondary. Uh, it was just a few funnels of information. Now, uh, that's all broken down. And the uh, legacy corporate media has actively allied itself with the progressive left. So therefore, the progressive left, the people who want to actually blow up traditional America and change everything, they have a powerful ally and megaphone, and way more powerful than they did back in the Vietnam era when the country was split 50-50. But there wasn't this, okay, Vietnam, because of that, we want to blow up everything else in the country. We want to blow up capitalism. We want to blow up criminal justice. We want to uh, blow up social mores. We didn't have that. It was peace uh, and then sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Nice. Yes, <laughs> but it wasn't we are going to force you to live a different way. That's what we have now. We are going to force you to live a different way. And most Americans don't understand how bad this movement, this George Soros-led movement is. They want fundamental change to all of our traditions. And here's the irony of it. The traditions that we have in America, not perfect by any means, particularly toward minority citizens, have made this country the most successful and powerful country the world has ever seen. So they want to blow all that up hmm. and make us ordinary. <laughs> We're the same as France. Yep, yep. That's what they want. And and I, I'm like Paul Revere here, and, and thank God I'm successful. Thank God. But I'm riding my little horse into Lexington going, the socialists are coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pay attention to this. In November for the midterms, unless the Democratic Party gets waxed across the board, it's going to be worse this time next year than it is now. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Well, that does bring up an interesting question, a hypothetical, if you will, Bill. If I have it my way, and I think I speak on behalf of most of our audience, Lee Zeldin wins in 2022, and Donald Trump comes back and wins again in 2024. If that plays out, you ready for this? Who's got a tougher job, Lee Zeldin saving New York or Donald Trump saving America? Well, Trump does because of the volume of people and, and the uh, resistance 
to him. Um, you know, look, it's impossible to predict anything right now because uh, things are changing so fast, particularly economically. Um, Zeldin could stop the madness in New York. He could, just by executive order. Um, and that would be very, very important. But he's going to be outspent 15 to 1. And so much out-of-state money is pouring into the Hochul campaign. I mean, we're talking big, big dollars from Hollywood, from the Soros people, from all of the real progressive, because they feel they have this state just like California. We got New York, okay? We don't want to lose it. So this, all of this money is coming in, and I don't know if Zeldin can compete with that. So you're telling me the message, crime, all the stuff going on in this city and in this state, Rochester, Binghamton, Syracuse, Utica, Monticello, I don't care where you go, you're telling me the message goes away because Hochul has more money. It doesn't go away, but you are discounting the uh, people who do not pay attention. Right. Okay. Is that and, the majority and, of people, Bill, the yes. overwhelming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The overwhelming majority of the American people don't know what's happening. They don't watch television news. They don't read a newspaper. And that wouldn't matter anyway because those things are all skewed to the progressives. Right. But they get their information on the Internet or from friends. And, they, you know, there's a lot of peer pressure and the, when you have that kind of money that Hogel has, they can organize in every little town in New York. Yep. Yep. And they can go to your house, which they will, and bang on your door and say, you've got to vote for this person because they'll give you. They'll give you this. <laughs> and, and that's the struggle is to enlighten people to the sense that you're voting against your own safety and self-interest if you continue the progressive madness because it's right before your eyes. You know, I went to the Subway Series at Yankee Stadium on Tuesday night, and it was one of the great New York experiences, 50,000 people, no brawls in the stand, nobody, you know, if you go to a giant Dodger game on the West Coast, these people are knifing each it's other. It's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Here, you had a lot of Met fans, Yankee fans, and it was good-natured. And I, I walked around that stadium, and I got a lot of attention. And, and, and I was talking to Met fans and Yankee fans, and it was, everybody had a great time. It was really nice. quintessential nice. Um, New York experience, why we're the greatest city in the world. You could just see it there. But I was just thinking to myself, how many of these 50,000 really know the danger that they're in? None. <laughs> you know, and we're not talking about the Mets don't have a good hitting catcher. Right. We're, we're talking about you can walk down the street and somebody can beat the living daylights out of you yeah. and nothing's going to happen yeah. to that person. That's true. Is this a society that you want? You've got to see it. You've got to know it. We'll do something. I would have loved to have just... In, in after America the Beautiful in Yankee Stadium, I would have liked to have gone out with a mic and go, wake up! <laughs> Come on! No, you're right. You're right. Uh, and, and it's good to get lost in that because I watched every game and still do. And the Mets were off yesterday, back at it against Colorado today. But, man, it just it, it's hard 
to get lost in those things. It was easier before when, as you say, uh, just going home from work today, you literally, it's not being overdramatic, you literally uh, put your life on the line every day. I got to take a subway and a ferry. I can die, Bill, at any point, any point. And the shark. If right. the ferry sinks, you're toast. Right. Shark. That shark's going to give me go, oh, that's it. <laughs> ah, Bill, you're the best. You really are the best. Hey, folks who want to go buy your books, is there still a two-for-one deal going on right now? No, we don't have that now. Uh, we have BillOReilly.com. Uh, great discounts on everything. Killing the Killer is still a bestseller. Amazing legs, they call it, in the business on that book. On September 27th, the most controversial book of the year, Killing the Legends, Elvis, John Lennon, Muhammad Ali. You could pre-order that on BillOReilly.com. And here's the deal. If you become a premium member, you get either of those books, your choice free. Oh, wow. That's yeah. a great deal. That's yeah. a great deal. So come on. I'm coming to your house. I'm giving you stuff. Take it. <laughs> I'm, I'm Joe Biden. I'm Joe <laughs> Biden in the book industry. Here, oh, here. That's great. Hey, let me tell you something, folks. It is hard to write a book. But it's really, really hard to write a great book. And, Bill, you do it, and you do it time and time again. I mean, i got to say, I'm, I'm floored at the amount of books you write and how good they all are, every one of them. Thank you, Sid. Well, Legends is really something. And it's different than Killers, obviously, because we're talking about popular history, popular culture. Um, and everybody knows those three guys. And what happened to those guys is horrifying. And, um, you know, I wanted to write a whole different book than Killers. Killing the Killers is an important book on terrorism, and now we're going into popular culture. So it'll be interesting to see the reception uh, that we get from that book. It's going to be great. You're going to do great. It is a great book. I've read it already. Bill, I love you. Thank you for your appearance today and the continued appearances that make our show number one. Thank you so okay. much. And best to McGurk. I know you're listening to McGurk. <laughs> he is. Best and, to you, man. All that, right, Sid. We'll thank talk you, Bill. Soon. All Bye. right, buddy. That's our guy, Bill O'Reilly. Bernie is listening. Bernie and Carol somewhere on Long Beach. Bill O'Reilly, they do not come better. In fact, me and Bill are going to a Met game together coming up on September the 14th, the same day I'll be on Bill O'Reilly's show promoting my book, Citizens United. Three hours in the book, still to come. Former New York Giant great Sean Landetta. Maybe Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman. We're going to play Beat Sid, all that and more. Fourth and final hour, Bernie and Sid, right into this. Well, he's just an excited.